With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Of things and like half 
there's going to be lots of things for listeners to dig out come yeah. December and oh, yeah. throw back in our face well, that, I'm always amazed that that doesn't happen more because we make loads of predictions at the start of the season and then by about November everyone seems to have forgotten you are massively overestimating how much people care about this podcast <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, people do, like, I just love digging people out, so, I, I mean... I know you do. My, screen, my, my Twitter's just full of screenshots, my phone, I, I need to buy a memory card because it's just full of screenshots at the moment. <laughs> um, it's mainly just screenshots of bad predictions and Love Island memes, um, so there's very little else I can do about that. But anyway, as I said, as the season's about to begin, we've got a preview show, um, so to keep us on track, we're going to be arguing the over-under for on a topic for every team. I'm going to have to break some personal rules on this as well, as... In a general life rule, uh, life's just too short to bet the under on anything. Always bet the over. Whether you whether you win money or lose money, you've always got to bet the over because why would you not? Aye. But yeah. we'll break the rules for this because we'll do it. So for each team, we've set ourselves an over and under for, for each of them and we'll explain that as we go through it. But nonetheless, uh, without further ado, we should probably get started. Um, so we'll start with alphabetically, Aberdeen. So, so somebody complained about this recently, about the St Johnston uh, get get um, left to the the end in alphabetical lists see to sort that out let's just not do St Johnston <laughs> that would stop people that would certainly stop people complaining I'm pretty sure that if we just ignore them all together it would stop them complaining about that part of it <laughs> <laughs> we could go backwards but I don't know no no, sure. no just no, continue no, fine, just continue okay. um, so Aberdeen <laughs> um, over under four games that Ash Taylor personally will chuck for the Dons over <laughs> You're going over. I'm going over, aye. Craig? Uh, well, just to be different, I'll argue under. I think that um, he's been brought in as backup, and it'll probably depend on how fit Devlin is over the course of the season. So, by virtue of him not playing 35 league games, say, I think he will probably not chuck more than four games. See, when you, see when you say when he's brought in as backup. Right, who's he brought in as backup to? Uh, well, McKenna, who could be sold, and Devlin, who's constantly on the treatment table. Or Andy Constantine, who's probably going to have to end up playing left back for 30 games. <laughs> because the left back's injured already. Because the left back was injured basically as they signed him. So, so this argument has fallen directly into my hands. Uh, <laughs> Ashton, what do you think, Graham? Ashton Taylor. Sorry, no. No, no, uh, go on, no. You're okay. I don't, I don't, you go, Rob. I don't want to break you midstride. Um, Ashton it Taylor. Need to be fair. It's he is uh, the ultimate highlight reel of incredible cock-ups. It's it's fantastic to see. I, I mean, when he came back to Aberdeen, it was Aberdeen fans who were finding this footage of him stumbling over his own ankles uh, many, many times during his first spell at the club. And I just want to see more of that happen again. Um, it, it's it's entertaining to see, and he's really he's got it in him to pull out that sort of performance uh, at least four or five. But times what makes year. it so funny and so good is that he um, he's actually quite a decent player when he's on his game. He, I mean, he's had spells in the last time at Aberdeen had a spell where he was really good. Yeah. But then he'll he'll absolutely career into Lee Griffiths on the edge of the gonna, side of the box I'm just going to bring this up that was up there with the, that one and the, the Stephen McManus tackle on Andy Driver at Parkhead they're up there with the latest challenges not just the history of Scottish football in the history of football but, but it's Taylor's, basically it's like when you hit the wrong button in FIFA yeah it looks <laughs> oh, like it's a side tackle it looks like Taylor loses control of his body like he kind of slips into it it's, yeah it's not controlled it's not like a controlled a, like movement a, like an umbrella blowing inside out just his legs just <laughs> firing out in the wrong direction at whichever way he goes it's actually an outer body experience for him he doesn't know what's happened when he wakes up and sees a red card flash in his face <laughs> uh, I'm going I'm also going for for over four yes. games uh, that he would chuck personally um, kind of partially because while he wasn't directly responsible for any of the goals that he conceded in Europe so far 
he also wasn't totally absolved of any blame in them either. Mm-hmm. And that's been, what, two games, three games, fourth game tonight to see if they go through mm-hmm. against... I mean, it's okay to just call him a Jordan mob because I can't actually remember what they're called. Shakura, Shakura, Shakura. No, yeah, okay. Shakura. Aye. Yeah, good um, I, Aberdeen's defence overall a couple of weeks ago looked like it was sorted and now it's looking a mess all, all of a sudden. He's already talking about bringing in another defender if he gets, if he if he, if he can because he's left back's out injured. Constantine's had to play in the centre because of the two injuries to the centre back. So, yeah. So, you, we're going for, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm certainly going over. I would go up to seven. Uh, on on that line as well, seven games. I think he's I, he's just going to play a lot of football. Yeah, I think he's going to play a lot of football. It's a lot of averages, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Aye. Okay, um, so we'll move on to Celtic. Um, so we'll go for Celtic over under uh, in Europe before uh, over under in Celtic being in Europe past January. Um, so we're we're saying that over is past January. Over is past, yeah. Under is before, yeah. right? That's absolutely. She's really fine. stuck to numbers on this. I, I know. I, I'm going to say uh, over. I think they'll have a really solid campaign in the Europa League. Excellent. Is this? Uh, I'm going to go under. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go. I'll explain why in a little bit, Craig. Uh, yeah, I, I'll probably go under as well. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. Cluj looks like a I mean I'm not going to pretend to know much about Cluj but Cluj already looks like a, a difficult tie for them the only thing I know about Cluj is that Gregory Taddy used to play for them which Aye. is I mean I've not looked yet but I really hope he still does because that would be terribly good fun he left a few years ago that's a real bloat uh, I'm, I'm going under on the basis that there's a, a sort of gen when, when Lennon was appointed there was a sort of general feeling that Lennon while he's not as good a manager as Brendan Rodgers Maybe in Europe he can grind out results in a way that Brendan Rodgers was unable or possibly more likely unwilling to do. He wasn't willing to change his style in order to be a grinding football team in order to get results. And that's he seemed to be under the impression that you learned more from getting an absolute doing off PSG than you know losing a goal or losing two goals. And then or just that he looks better because he stuck to his principles. It one, was like that one, kind of... one way or the other, essentially that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Lennon's record in Europe isn't. Particularly great either. No, it's not. And um, no. that they were, in his first year, were eliminated by a rather wonderfully named Barry Maguire uh, for Utrecht. <laughs> Unbelievable! Wow. He's one of these Dutch guys like Roy Mackay, who's somehow not Scottish. Or Kenny Den- Anderson, Denzel Dumfries. None of these guys are Scottish, but somehow, yeah. Barry, Mc- Barry Maguire is, is, is absolutely sensational Barry Maguire sounds like he was drafted in from either Auchinleck Talbot or the Loudon I mean Motherwell have a player called Barry Maguire it's not the same one they're <laughs> completely unrelated who for the record as well has the biggest arms of any human being I've ever seen you've seen Connor Salmon as well yeah absolutely massive it's big um, he then lost they, they went through the group stages of the Europa League the year after um, mainly because Sion couldn't file paperwork properly yep. year after they did go to the group stages right enough they beat Barcelona with Tony Watt scoring um, and were bodied by Juventus in the knockouts, which, I mean, yes, yeah. of course they were. Yeah. Um, and then the last year that we was there, they got... Was that the same season that they beat Spartak Moscow away? And that was like the first away win they had had in like 30 attempts or something crazy like that? Maybe not 30. No, I think <laughs> that was under Strachan. Yeah, that was Strachan. Was it not Lennon? I thought Lennon had won there. McDonald scored against Spartak because I watched it in a caravan in Pitcher. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Right. Um, and then they got in the group stage. They after that they got beat by Milan, Barcelona, and beat Ajax at home. Which again, it's not that that was a very tough group, right? Enough, fine. Um, so yeah, I'm going under. I don't think they have the depth that they had in mm-hmm. previous years. I don't think they've got the quality, perhaps, that they had in previous years. 
Um, and I don't see how that's going to. I don't see that's how, how that's going to translate. If they make it to the Champions League group stages, that's fantastic. That's, yeah. a, that's a great yeah. result for them. I don't think there's there's any chance they'll go past that. If they drop into the Europa League group stages, they've got a much better chance of going through that. But the Champions League group stages, even finishing third and then going into Europe right. beyond, that will be a real struggle. I think this year. Mine is more based on uh, nothing on fact, more just a scenario I've played out in my head, um, and I fully believe that uh, Neil Lennon will be able to keep his job at Celtic um, because of his European record while in the background Rangers spanked their way to 55 uh, and I think that, I think that's basically the scenario I'm playing out it's like Neil Lennon will get respite because they're like oh no we're doing alright in Europe we're doing alright in Europe here and that'll be to the betterment of pretty much every team in the league because Celtic will slide backwards if Celtic get to 8 and then lose a title there's and no nothing will save whoever the manager whether it's Neil Lennon whether it's somebody else they, if they empty Neil Lennon and then appoint somebody else who then fails to win the title, they'll both lose their jobs. I am no fan of Rangers Football Club whatsoever, but if they stop Celtic even getting nine in a row, the patter would be stratospheric. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this, actually, this year, because I'm kind of convinced it's going to happen. It's more, I think it's going to be next season. I think it's next I think season. Like, history will repeat itself. Really? Yeah, okay. I think so, yeah. Mm. Uh, we should probably move on quickly. I'll just say that I said under and the only team that Celtic will be using their disco lights against next season is East Kilbride in the Scottish Cup. <laughs> okay, uh, so we'll move on to Hamilton. Uh, and over, uh, over or under, a three-game string of results, um, wh- which will keep them up, essentially. Will, they, will Aki's be able to string together three results, more than three results or less than three results, or will they not be able to string together three results that will save them? Because the last... Uh, five years I look back they had so this year three draws and a win in April the year before two wins and a draw in February March who kept them safe the year before two wins two draws in April three wins and a loss in April two wins and one draw in April May which every year it gets to April May or March, one anomaly being February March where they won a couple of games every April they win two games and draw a game and stay up will they get that or will they be less than that they are the cockroaches <laughs> I found it difficult to get my head around this one a little bit, but I think um, when it's because we left this this one was Rain Man Gary Cocker providing. <laughs> um, I I thought that I mean I've been wrong about Aki's for years, but I thought they were going to go down when they appointed Rice, I'd, and I'm still not convinced. Um, not convinced that they stayed up as a manager. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm convinced about that. <laughs> just uh, not about uh, Brian Rice. I th- yeah, I'm just not convinced he's a. He's going to be a great manager, and I know that he's kind of he's continued what Canning has done in terms of points total, but he's kind of done it in a slightly more entertaining way. He's yeah. got like, big swings yeah. either way, like yeah. a like a kind of gung ho poker player, they either win big or lose big. But uh, so I'm, I think they're going to be finish eleventh this season, and I don't know what that means in terms of that question. Sorry. So no, they won't get their three. They won't get their three game run. They'll only get a but two game run. But they'll stay up. Yeah. Because they are the cockroaches. Because they're um, United. Uh, I'm, I, I'm actually going to go uh, over on this one. Um, I think there will be a period. Again, particularly, if they end up in the bottom six, I don't see anyone in the bottom six being particularly good. Um, whereas Aki's, by that point, for the fifth, sixth year in a row, will turn up and win all of the games in the bottom six. Because Brian Rice will just send out his team against a terrified St Mirren, a ter- or an already relegated St Mirren, a terrified Livingston, St Johnston try to fight their, scrap their way out of things as well Kilmarnock killing each other yeah so I reckon yeah I absolutely think it will be uh, 
Aki's will win all the post end up winning like all the post games so I'll go over three game run I for the exact same reasons as you I'm, I'm over as well I think that they'll quite comfortably be alright ok uh, so a, a nice simple one for, for the Hearts uh, over under three away wins this season uh, over I mean I know Hearts are terrible away from home and last season they improved on that a bit but uh, surely they're going to win more than three away games aren't they Robert aren't they aren't they <laughs> No, <laughs> we've just got Naismith back. Ah, nah. To be fair, with Naismith coming back, we've just got Naismith back for three for three games a season. Yes, until he's on, on a three-year deal, three months, four-year four year deal. Four deal. So it's that'll be what sixteen appearances, perhaps, in four years. Yeah, aye. Um, the, yeah, the, the win percentage will be huge in those four. Though. <laughs> Those 16. Oh, the, the, the stats guys are going to love that. <laughs> Stephen Naismith. Diamond in the rough. Hearts manager for the 2020-2021 season. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually conflicted about this. I came up with this question um, <laughs> because Hearts are that humpty away from home. Um, I think my heart says over. My head is like maybe one, maybe one win away from home. And knowing Craig Levine, it would be Easter Road or something. Everyone would be like, oh, that was great. You've already um, predicted us to go up to Vitorje and win. So that's going to be well, our one. That's two. There's one, one at Easter Road, one at Vitorje in the opening day of the season. Right, okay. And Levine's good for a win at Rugby Park as well. Aye, over, over. I think that's fine. I don't know. I, I really don't know our away form in the last, I mean, not even the last, like, two, three, four years. In, in the last decade, there's a lot of really, shite in the league this really year. Bad. Um, I mean, I know that Hearts are sometimes part of that shite, but there's a lot of shite in the league this year. I know, I know. I'm just, uh, I haven't looked, I, I meant to look at the fixtures, but I can't remember. Do you go to Paisley once or twice before the split? Because whatever that is, if it's once before the split, under. If it's twice before the split, <laughs> over. We, uh, we, <laughs> good logic. We failed to win in Paisley last year. <laughs> We give them a point at the first part. We've all got our crosses to bear. Yeah, yeah. No, I think somebody got their first win last season they against did. Adam Hamill scored twice. Right? <laughs> yeah. And the other time we conceded in the 89th minute or something like that as well. So uh, it's a great laugh. Um, we got Alan Stubbs. Give Alan Stubbs his jotters though. That's true. That sure showed him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alan Stubbs gave Alan Stubbs his jotters, let's be honest. Nah. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and Alfie Jones. I, I think the main point with this uh, question is, is Hatch are abysmal away from home. Um, so it, it it needs to change this year if Levine has any chance of winning any fans back. Um, I think it will be over, but um, that's a tentative over. Would you be willing? To, how high would you be? Would you be willing to go over? Four. <laughs> <laughs> so three is too low, but you'll take the four. I'll take the four. Take right. the four. Okay. Yeah. Craig. Uh, yeah, I've already said over. I'm going to go over. I think. How, how, how far over are you going to go? Oh, I didn't realise this was part of the. the let's, I'll say five. Excellent. <laughs> Some sterling predictions here, lads. Yeah. Uh, so we move on to Hibernian. Uh, so over under the end of 2019 before the heck goes back to an English wasteland club. Um, under. Under. Yeah. He will uh, fly down to England in a rage fuel jetpack as soon as he realises that most of his new signings are shite. <laughs> I just <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't. I, I think uh, I think it will it will be over. I, I don't think he will leave uh, sort of that soon. But yeah, I, I don't know from from what I've heard. I've not seen Hibs this season, so that doesn't help matters from secondhand information. All, all I've seen is Elgin trying to murder various other players. Aye, aye. From from what I've heard, uh, Scott Allen obviously is a fantastic signing. That's it. Um, it. It would be very Scott Allen to turn up at a club just as it all goes wrong. 
<laughs> it's essentially his MO. Like, I I'm not in no way is it his fault, and no way am I blaming him. But everywhere Aye. he goes, it's like he turns up at Dundee as their manager gets their jotters and he gets punted off elsewhere. He turns up at Hibs and then they're like, actually, you're really good here and we love you, but we can't keep you just now. So you can come back in a year when I'm not here after I've signed you on a pre-contract. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that from what I've heard, as I say, secondhand, so that it's not the best research. And I apologise. Um, but slightly underwhelming performances from Hibs so far. Um, so I, I don't know, but I don't think he'll leave um, that soon. I think he will. He's definitely got the back end of the board. Uh, the new owner seems to like him as well. So I, I think that he'll be there for a wee while yet. I'm going to go over as well, but I do fully expect, not in the way that, for, for example, you have a manager whose departure from a club might be drawn out over several months and there'll be a whole series of elements and there's results and falling outs and individual players and a whole other thing in the press. I think he'll just wake up one morning and he won't be a Hibs manager anymore. Like The day before, everything will be he's a Hibs manager mm. everything's fine the next day he will no longer be Hibs manager and it'll be six months down the line before we find out quite what happened there but I will go over I think he'll be there <laughs> after January I hope he's, he's great entertainment he's so angry I that's one of the I mean I, I'm going to say under because I'm biased as fuck but I think I think he'll be one of the first managers to go and I am basing that on him losing his shit because a linesman spoke to him or a fourth official I think spoke to him slightly out of turn um, he said he would knock his head off if it was anywhere else or something like that which I, I thought like surely the fourth official's not said anything that bad and even anything he has said is not going to be anything as bad that he will have received in the other direction from managers and then I think I think they went two. There was two poor results in a row they had uh, after the split last season, and he was he was fuming. And he, he, Alex Bruce. He, yeah. he was on the he was on the verge of a meltdown. And I, I would just love, I would Kevin Keegan love it to see them go like the first five games of the season without a win, and just just to see just to see what he would how he would react. I think the real disappointment of uh, his his altercation with the linesman is that he didn't threaten to thump him. Mainly because I'm trying to bring back thump as a threat, like go thump you. <laughs> So yeah, if he'd said that, I'd have been all on board with it as yeah, well. Yeah, but knock his head in just wasn't enough for you. No, nah, just just straight to thump. I'm yeah. gonna thump you. <laughs> we thump him. So yeah, so we two two overs and an under. A right. very biased under. A yeah. very very biased under. On a similar tact, uh, Kill Kilmarnock over under three months for Angelo um, Alessio. And, uh, <laughs> he's he's got a three year contract. <laughs> I don't know if they could just say bye. I mean, it'd have to be some sort of mutual or some sort of. Oh, they, 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 can, they can mutual. <laughs> they can mutual the shit out of that. Yeah, but like he would have to agree to some sort of severance package or something. I mean, I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but um, if he turns out to be a disaster as the early signs indicate, then um, it's not going to be easy just to get rid of him. He has to agree to it somewhat. To be fair, it might be over because they're looking at a, a career, a, sorry, a, a season-defining uh, signing in Leonard Sola. Mm-hmm. So I think you know that that's that would be huge for Kilmarnock. It would really propel them to where they need to be as a backup to Greg Taylor. <laughs> Who's the other Rob, person they Rob, were? Rob, your, your defensive Lenny Sola is up there with one of my favourite all-time terrace podcast moments of defending to the hilt Lenny Sola because he was a Hearts player. Well, they're gonna they're gonna have to bring him in when Greg Taylor goes before the English transfer deadline. So, um, but well, I mean, Celtic, Celtic claim they have a contingency plan, which is essentially a big briefcase marked. Greg Taylor on it, which <laughs> yeah. they just drive to Kilmarnock and throw out the door, the, the front door of Kilmarnock. Yeah, and and the thing, the other thing to remember about Alessio is it's not just Alessio; it's his assistant, it's Donati, it's the goalkeeping coach he just brought in. So, I mean, I can't imagine those guys hanging about 
if I mean, Alessio was to Donati go. was already here, so it's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's just kicking around Hamilton in, in his Tony Soprano motor. It's absolutely fine. He does. He honestly. All right. Okay. I d- thought you were insinuating something no, else. No, not at all. He, he has like a proper like uh, like a, like an Escalade or something. Which you, you see him driving up and down Hamilton Road. It is unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. I like to think that in the spare time he just drives up and down Hamilton Road. <laughs> just, just waiting That's for what he does. It is. I really hope he listens. That'd be uh, quite something. That'd be good. Um, I mean, they they are certainly from my, my experience of meeting Massimo Donati, they're, they're, they're going to shoot straight to the charts of um, the best dressed managerial duo um, as uh, your man Donati is always impeccably turned out, as you may imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would absolutely love Alessio to be a success, by the way. Yeah. I would love yeah, him yeah, to turn yeah, this yeah. around to be a success. If anything, to um, not fuel the kind of xenophobia that surrounded his appointment. Oh no, we're, we're yeah. a, I think I think the listeners know we're, we're, we're not we're not a, we're not a pro John Hughes podcast at this point, so I don't think it's really, that come as a real shock to anyone. Yeah, and the same thing happened with Laszlo. There was some kind of mumblings about Laszlo getting the job over a Scottish coach and that kind of thing. And yes, Laszlo was a disaster as well. But uh, it, I mean, we've got, we don't have a good record. No, we don't. Given, we don't. Given that we all collectively backed in half Cathro to the hilt as well, and that didn't really go. That's what I mean. It, rein, it reinforces these views, and yeah, I'd rather that wasn't the Last case. Time I throw my weight behind a wee VL. Um, Sorry for just deafening everybody, but I'm apologising on Graham's behalf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Graham, apologise. Sorry, apologies for that. Um, I'll try and edit. So yeah, so I, I I'm gonna go under, um, which for the same reasons you said, I think it's a shame. Uh, it's a really, it is a bold appointment. It is potentially an exciting appointment, but he's got a long way to go to roll back from where they are at the moment, which is starting as, by putting a team together. Yes, but starting by <laughs> does, having. Does Kilmarnock know that the league starts in two days? Just about having a living fit footballers on the field. Um, More on that later with St Mirren. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm under on that. Rob, sorry. Um, I think under. Thank you, Will. Bubble. Sorry, Kelly. Um, no, you're not. I am. I feel terrible. Um, Livingston over under ninth place. Uh, under, and they'll finish tenth. This is slightly awkward because I've predicted them to finish ninth. I was looking at my predictions earlier today, <laughs> and I predicted them to finish ninth. So what do I say? I don't know, do you, do you balance this? I'm not really good at gambling. Right, okay. Right, <laughs> so we'll just put that to the side and I'll explain why. I think that um, if you had asked me in the last couple of months last season or even at the start of the close season, um, I would have said Livy are looking dead certs to go down. But they seem to have recruited pretty well, considering the players that they've lost. They've changed their system, they've gone to a back four, they're playing with inverted wingers. Um, and... I don't know. I think Nicky Devlin looks like a really good bit yeah, of business. I, so, yeah. I've, this is just going by highlights, by the way. I've not, I've not seen enough of Pepe in the highlights to know if he's any good. Uh, but they got, they got tune out of Lamy last season. They kept Lithgow, who was probably Lamy, the weakest. Lamy's free scoring though as well. Yeah, yeah. Him. And and Lithgow was probably the weakest out of the three. But they've given him increased responsibility. And I don't know. He wasn't a bad player because he was the worst of a, that back three. Um, they've they've kept a couple of their midfielders. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think. And because there's a lot of shite in the league, I think they'll. I, I this, think, is, this is a point that you're hammering. Home yeah, here, I, and I think they're they're looking in a much better shape than they were a couple of months ago. I think I'm, I'm actually going to go over. I think they'll they'll finish above ninth um, for much the same reasons that you've gone with there as well. Um, but also, I don't think Livingston are under any illusions as to who they are and what they are. Mm-hmm. And you can't like Gary Holt was linked. There's a reason that Gary Holt seemed to be linked with every job for about five years. 
because he was pretty well thought of within the game. Yeah. Um, and last year, what he came into was a very, very difficult situation because they had such a strong identity, which Kenny Miller seemed to want to try and adapt and change. But then he came in and then went back to it. And there's like when you're what was it six weeks into the season, at that point, do that and get yourself through the season at the start of the new season. They recruited reasonably early as well. They got bodies in. Um, and then that allows them to start the new season fresh. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I I, I did fear for them when they were picking up guys like Lyndon Dykes, who is, a, in my experience, of a bang average championship striker. Right, so, um, they do seem to get an awful lot more out of players than yes, you would imagine. I, th- I think it's... I wouldn't say he's a bang average championship player. I think he's very effective, but yeah. he's not necessarily a goal scorer. Yeah. So to, to, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. to say striker is maybe unfair to say forward. Forward, yeah. Maybe a better way of I thinking. I think that's yeah. exactly I think they bought him with a plan in mind. Yeah. and He suits them down to the ground. Yeah, I think so. And and like, again, all the things I've brought in around that all mm-hmm. leads to there is a very distinct plan. Yeah. We've recruited very particular... We're not just and, grabbing anyone that's available. We have very particular mm-hmm. positions. And again, as you say, picking up like Nicky Devlin... It's a very distinct decision to we're going to play actual fullbacks this year. We're no yeah. longer a back three. We have an actual fullback who should do very well. He's always been very well thought of in Scotland. It didn't really work out for him at Motherwell, mm-hmm. but everywhere he's been in Scotland, the fans love him, the teams love him, the yeah. players love him. So being down south and coming back up, you would imagine he should at least be a, a physical enough specimen to, to be in there as well. Last, last season, um, Gary Smith said that he wouldn't have swapped his strike partnership for anybody else. And obviously, he was, obviously had Dobie in that, but he, he was really talking up Lyndon Dykes and talking about um, how hard he works and how he does all of Dobie's running and how he's a good link man. And again, going by the, the few minutes of highlights from each game that I've watched, it looks like he's been brought in to play that kind of facilitator role, similar to like Maine did yeah, yeah. Um, Motherwell for the second half of last season. And I think it looks like they have a plan, and that's why I think they're they're ahead of teams like Hamilton and St Mirren and uh, yeah, St Johnston, <laughs> maybe St Johnston and Kilmarnock <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my my fear with Levy just quickly, uh, my fear with them just lies in how hard it will hit them that they've lost such influential players and they, they have made replacements they've signed replacements they've got a system they've got a plan but I just think the quality um, that they're going to be that they have lost with Declan Gallagher yeah. with Craig Halkett with Liam Kelly with Ryan Hardy f- massive players for them and I, I think that yes you know Betfred Cup was one thing but when you yeah. start Pepe going, could be a disaster you start yeah. going hot and heavy into the league season and that's when it can hit mm-hmm. like a ton of bricks so that's that's where my concern lies with them goalkeepers are unknown as well yeah 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 yep Okay, uh, we'll move on to Motherwell. Uh, over or under two cup quarterfinals for Motherwell? This isn't the list I got. <laughs> what was in the list that you got? A pass. <laughs> over or <laughs> under two cup quarterfinals for Motherwell. Obviously, this is including the Tunnock's Caramel Wafer Challenge Cup, because that otherwise you wouldn't be able to have over two. Yes, but yeah, I, so yeah, of course. Cup quarterfinals for Motherwell. Uh, I am going to say over or under two. I think under. Yeah. I think they will do well in the Betfred. Um, I don't think the Colts will get that far in the. They're on the first team or at Rangers now. The Tunnock's Caramel Wafer Challenge Cup. And the, I'm always going to call it by its full title. Um, and the Scottish Cup is much more of a lottery than the Betfred, I always yeah. find. Uh, Motherwell have got proper momentum uh, going into their tie against Hearts in the next round that is at Fur Park. Um, yeah, I fancy them to get to at least the quarters and that maybe further. Uh, I'm going to go over. I think they'll make the quarterfinals of all three cup competitions this year. 
Uh, it's worth mentioning that Stephen Robinson has reached a, a cup final in half of the cup competitions he's overseen. Bear in mind it's only two seasons, but he's still reached the cup final in two of them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> two yeah. out of four, so that's pretty good. Yeah. The only one which you'd look Excuse at me. was that. Sort of <laughs> pretty sure they might caught that. The only one you say was a, a properly bad result, but because it was, was the Ross County win, which was kind of a nadir last year in terms of how bad Motherwell were. Yeah. And even in that game, in the last sort of 15 minutes when Hasty came on, you suddenly realised this is why we're doing this it was it was the worst possible timing for us mm-hmm. um, didn't have the bodies in we weren't quite ready for it but again that, that was that was a, a combination of factors uh, I think we'll reach the, the Betfred Cup quarterfinals I think we'll beat Hearts on Friday night at, at Firth Park because Hearts don't like going away and do not like coming to Firth Park um, Craig Levine doesn't like it either um, I think the Scottish Cup by that point we'll either have won the Betfred Cup which is unlikely um, or we'll have had a decent run in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Scottish Cup, there's very few teams in a, in a one-off game that I would not fancy us against. We are, Stephen Robinson has a, a history at Motherwell of getting players up for big games, particularly in his first season. Um, bearing in mind that we reached the, the, the Betfred Cup final after beating Aberdeen in the quarterfinals, Rangers in the semi-final, and went toe-to-toe with Celtic for the best part of an hour until... Yeah. Capri was cheated off the park, right. uh, which I'm fine about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Muller went toe to toe, and even after they went a goal down, uh, Craig Gordon pulled out one of the best saves I have ever seen yeah. to stop Louis Moult. Went toe to toe with them at that point, then later in the year, did it again, got them up again with a different team with different bodies to do it again, to beat Aberdeen in another semi final, to beat Hearts in another quarter final, to reach a final against the Celtic, who are just vastly better than we are. So, again, there's not a huge amount you can do about that. And even last year, at a point where Motherwell were bad, um, still went toe-to-toe with a very good Hearts team at the time as well, for the best part of 70, 80 minutes there as well. So I, I think we'll be in quarterfinals for all three competitions. They take the Tarnas away for Challenge Cup very seriously at Motherwell, so I'm, I'm really hoping that we uh, make it to at least the quarterfinals there as well. I do not recognise this positivity about Motherwell from you, Graham. It's good. <laughs> Buying off it. It's, it's not like you. Started yet, so I'm, I'm, it's not uh, like you. So, I, pre- I predicted his fourth and winning a cup on steel mounted. Exactly. So, so I, I am going to say under zero. Next. <laughs> uh, any particular reason why? Your positivity. All right, that seems absolutely fine. Uh, Rangers over under four Morelos red cards. <laughs> um, but is he not going to make a fifteen million pound move to China soon? Uh, the window's closed now, I think. So I think oh, okay. it was last night. I think the window closed. I might, I might be totally made up. To Surely, this is based on him sticking around, obviously. Yeah. But um, I mean, I, I imagine he'll get sent off in China as well. Surely he wouldn't. Surely he would learn. Well, Surely. Well, they said that after red card number three last season. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> there wasn't much evidence of that. I'm going to say over. You go over. Aye. <laughs> just straight in for it I would hate it if he if he uh, brightened up his act and smartened up for the for the bloody SMS, shirts yeah. and blazers in uh, the ground floor of Hamden take away part of the player take that out of me take away part of the player you're absolutely spot on take <laughs> I think that the the main reason that Alfredo Morelos is outside of Hearts my favourite player in the league <laughs> is because he's a a champion at shithousing he's a champion at kicking folk in clear sight of the linesman he's an absolute expert in just hooring through someone when the referee is literally on his foot 
It's great. I absolutely adore him, and I hope that never changes. I'm going to say seven. <laughs> seven red cards. Wait, how many games would he play over the course of the season? Twelve. He got, so, he got seven aye, and he'd still cards. score about 28 goals. Because the suspension um, would, after a couple of red cards, the suspension would keep increasing, wouldn't it? Is that how it works? Not necessarily. It's a point system. Right, um, okay. So I think, you know, if it's violent conduct, you've got three matches, but it's two yellows. Yeah, but then you a, get to the point where a yellow would even suspend you. Got games in Listen, Europe as well, though. I'm not Craig Anderson, no. mate. Uh, he'll, he'll crunch the numbers and we'll tweet it out after this. When but, he gets uh, back from Belgrade. When he gets back from Belgrade. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. Uh, be great if he got battered off a Welshman just to make it the worst. <laughs> the absolute worst trip of all time. Well, I do not contain that. Uh, Belgrade's meant to be lovely this time of year. Uh, I think Alfredo Morelos will get sent off seven times and I'm here for it. <laughs> I, I'm going to go, I'll guess too. I don't think he's going to, if he's here for the entire season, I think he'll uh, buck up his ideas a little. I think he, I'm going to go with you from, from your Levy win and go spot on four. I think he'll get four, which is right on the number of it's enough to absolutely outrage people. But not enough to be utterly ludicrous, like Rob's seven. I love um, him. <laughs> I'm, with, I'm absolutely with you as well. Um, I think you'd like to work out if you could feasibly play enough games to get sent off in seven of them. Well, see, if you, if you include in <laughs> European games as well, if they make it to the, the yeah. Europa League group stages, say he gets. He well, I suppose he squeezed it. one in last season in the Europa League, didn't he? Yeah. So you could, ah. could get at least two in there as well. Yeah. One in the Scottish Cup, one in the League Cup. Couple in the league, just about there. Yeah. Not 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 miles away. Yeah. Uh, my my only sort of quick follow up to that is: does it actually matter if he gets sent off over or under four times? No, no, it's great fun. Yeah, absolutely. He is uh he is the best centre forward in the league. Yeah, um, including Stephen Naismith. Um, mm. And he's absolutely wonderful. Um, and I'm for all the reasons that Rob said, I'm, I'm absolutely there as well. Yeah, uh, Ross County. Over or under six new signings in January? Over. <laughs> would you like me to? Would you like me to read back the stats on this one? Uh, I'd, I am aware of the stats, but please do. So it's so January nineteen, four came in. January eighteen, seven came in. January seventeen, four came in. January sixteen, two came in. January fifteen, six came in. So. Yeah, counter a bit of a change club now. They don't they don't do that as much. They don't sign. They'll definitely say like uh, they don't sign economy in January well, I was about anymore. To say they're, they're definitely <laughs> signing economy in January. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that that's at least one. And if he comes, he'll definitely bring a probably Greek, be some. He'll bring a Greek pal. So that's two before he even started. I yeah. dare say there's some younger, newer listeners now trying to figure out how to spell economy so they can Google them and figure out who we're talking about. There's two different ways of spelling it as well, I confusingly. Um, I so as well as that they'll need to sign a centre forward to replace Lee Erwin because he'll be shipped out to I don't know some sort of sunnier climb um, I was going to say Arbroath but that's not a sunnier climb is it? Is it they love him in Arbroath as yeah. well properly love him uh, so he'll be shipped off to I don't know the, the what's that independent state in Moldova Transrenista yeah, he'll yeah. be sent off there um, inevitably so that's three so that's three before you've even done anything so you've two Greekmen you've got the replacement for Erwin because he'll be away um, yeah. <laughs> they, they buy British a lot better, a lot more now as well they will also need to buy a new goalkeeper because Jack Ruddy will be away in January because it's only a six month deal you've got so Ross Laidlaw four five, <laughs> five, five to replace Laidlaw so that's Five before you've even counted in any injuries between now and January yeah. and anything else happening in Dingwall. I think counting are going to be fairly solid this season. They've got. Um, That's not the question. I know, I know, I know. Um, well, it kind of relates to. I don't think they're going to have to make wholesale changes in January. I think. I, I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to. They, they, Craig, they, they signed Joe Chalmers for actual. They, they signed Joe Chalmers to play. Not just, not just to have. My Joe Chalmers had a good season last season in the championship. In the championship, so did Ross County. In the championship. Um, 
But I think that you can't tackle. I think no, no, that's fair enough. I don't think they're not, not necessarily playing him to tackle. I I'm sorry to cut across you again, but I cannot wait to see Joe Chalmers playing the top leg. It'll be interesting so to see how he gets on because he he is on, he, he is well, on yeah. an upward trajectory at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see whether he can make that step up. But in all seriousness, I think that County are quite a stable club at the moment, and I think that um, I, I don't think they'll get near challenging the top six or anything like that. But I think they'll, they'll I think they'll comfortably stay in. Well, I think they'll stay in the league. I think probably my biggest concern is Michael Gardine's batteries must be due to run out at some <laughs> stage. He's like the wee green car in Toy Story that uses the, to chase the truck. And it's yeah. just, that's going to happen at some point. That's Michael Gardine's career. But they've brought, in, they've brought in a new toy truck in like, Simon Power and they have Josh Mullen who again championship two yeah. good seasons in the championship is he going to make the step up but I, they do yeah. have other options out there Simon I, Powers looked pretty decent in the the Betfred group matches he's played apparently. yeah the county fans that I follow on Twitter seem to yeah. be raving about him but yeah are you suggesting that we strap a rocket to Michael Gardine yes aye Simon yeah. Power yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put him on his back Start, start Michael Gardine to a rocket and then see what happens I'm sure that'll be absolutely fine aye. so he stops chugging to a halt Moving swiftly on, um, or I don't know. I think uh, under, under, under for me. Just yeah, five, I'm saying under. I'm saying five, under. five, including the five that I suggested. Count it, count it. A change club. Uh, same number as Morelos for me. Seven. <laughs> uh, St Johnston. So over or under eight, eight goals for the top scorer. I have stats on this as well. Yeah, they always they always pull one out. I tell you what, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to, but I think they'll get 10 or over. Does that count? Does that count as an answer? That's, that's over. Yeah, so that's let's, over say, let's, yeah. let's say over. And um, it's not going to be Danny Swanson. Well, no, because he can't run. Aye. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's the aftermath of Michael Garvey. <laughs> <laughs> His batteries ran out years ago. Um, I am going to say, uh, I'm going to say under. Um, purely on the basis that I just never. You can never chuck your hat on a St Johnston striker to score loads of goals mm-hmm. since Stevie May. Uh, and Is it in 2013-14 when he scored 27? Yes, aye, and he was an absolute bastarding revelation. Yeah. Um, but they since usually... then, I mean, O'Halloran had that magnificent year that led to moving to Rangers. Swanson had a good season, yeah. one season. Swanson had a, a good season. 15, but he took penalties. Yeah. yeah. Ah, you know, they all count. They all count, but um, yeah, it's, uh, it artificially inflates a top scorer. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't um, do Sam Cosgrove a disservice. You know <laughs> If if he can get a good run at it, Matty Kennedy has shown that he can score the occasional goal. Not convinced that he'll get more than eight. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm not going to say any more than that. And uh, what's his name? The wee guy with his shit here, uh, Kane. <laughs> don't we don't talk about him. He's going to score on Saturday now. Yeah, now we're done. Aye, no, I know He's going to score at Celtic Park. Yeah. St Johnston won the up at Celtic Park on Flag Day. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine if, just score a double. Uh, I'm going to. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to go over mm-hmm. um, with Scott Tanzer on nine because um, he's going to score every penalty that they get this season, and with Michael Halloran, uh, Matty Kennedy, Dre Wright, mm-hmm. uh, and Danny Swanson, they will get a lot of penalties. Just loads of wingers, eh? Yeah, loads of wingers and goalkeepers. Yeah, that's all we've got. <laughs> so uh, O'Halloran was the obvious one that was standing out for me, but he didn't do too well since he came back. No, he didn't. hasn't done too well since he came back. Sorry, that grammar was all over the place. <laughs> It ain't done well since it came back. <laughs> um, yeah, aye, O'Halloran maybe, but if, if you're if you're putting if you're placing your bets, uh, because of penalties, 
Scott Tanzer. <laughs> Scott Tanzer hits a beauty of a penalty. And as well as that, you know that for at least a three week spell in Scottish football this year, there's going to be a series of terrible penalties given because of handballs. Oh, there is. Yeah, God, that's a podcast in itself. The, new, the rule changes. This is the first and last time I will mention it because I'm not going to discuss it beyond that because I, I just don't care. Um, but there will be at least a three week period, I would guess, around about October, where there will be a series of penalties given for dodgy handballs which are yeah. never handballs in a million years and Scott Tanzer will score every one of those penalties to be player of the month <laughs> some prediction get your get your bet on it Ladbrokes I just, I just wonder every time Tanzer goes to strike a penalty the lights go off at McDermott and they come back on and Liam Craig's at the penalty spot just waiting to take another and miss yet another penalty that would be fantastic excellent so that leaves us with St Mirren so over under 10 points by Christmas <laughs> Well, under ten players by Christmas. <laughs> um, this is this is one that I, I was I was on the train through and I was deliberating over this one probably the most. I'm going to say over, just. Can you show you the working on that, please? Um, there are, as Craig Cairns has said a lot in this podcast, there is some dross in the league this year. Um, I just think that they will probably scrape to a few draws against lower league opposition, get a couple of wins, and that will be enough. That will take them to the 11-point mark by Christmas. Uh, who's going to score those goals, do you think? Jim Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> Willing them in with the power of his angry elbow. Jim, Jim um, Goodwin manages to uh, reconnect with David Villa after nutmegging him five years previously, <laughs> convincing him to move to Paisley. Uh, I'm going under. I don't think they'll be have 10 points by Christmas. How many do you think they will have? Seven. 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 One win and four draws. I don't... I just... I can't... Looking at that St. squad, the back line doesn't look like it could keep Wayne's at a close. Like, Jack Baird is a decent centre-half, is a good championship centre-half. I'm not sure he's a top-flight centre-half. I think Gary McKenzie's still there as well. He is. He's he's um, kind of aging and has just come back from a Freaking. long-term major injury. He's, he's always coming back from a long-term injury. They got he he looked very poor in the first half against Dunfermline. Yeah, I, I just I can't look at that. They don't even is it a left back? They don't even have one. Well, they've got Erahon, but he's a young laddie. He's, yeah. a, he's a kid who's playing. Who's a winger who's playing at fullback because he he has he's, he's able to play there vaguely sort of, but they they don't even have. Actual an actual fullback to play in that position. They're brought in the Turkish lad whose name escapes me, who looks like Durmus. Durmus, yeah, who has an absolute cannon of a left foot, by the way. But the Turkish Adam Hamill. Well, this is it. Unless he goes full Adam Hamill and starts banging them in from halfway against the Hibs, would be great. Um, I just I, I don't know who's going to score goals from them. I don't know who they're going to keep balls out. Stephen McGinn can do a lot in midfield, but he's got nobody to pass it to. I, ju- I think I, they just I, brought another guy in today. Forget his name from the English lower leagues, uh, who, I, I who Goodwin be... seems to think. I, I think he said he can play on either side of the midfield, but he wants to use him as a central midfielder. And he says he's got a bit of bite about him, and he can, uh, he can. Uh, and I really he, like it, that. I, I like that. Hey, this guy can play both sides, both sides of midfield, left wing, right, right wing. Where are you going to play him? Centre mid. <laughs> I'm assuming just, that he I meant do... he could play all across the midfield, but he's going to play him in the centre. I, uh, I, I don't, I don't see any scenario. The where point they... I'm not trying to argue against that they're going to get 
10 or more points by yeah. Christmas. I'm just trying to say that um, the, the centre midfield, they actually look okay. It's everywhere else in the park that they're not yeah. really looking that hot. I, I really think I think they're really going to struggle. Even with like, even finding out that Cody Cook's out for the season. Like Cody Cook last year must have played a handful of games and scored a hat-trick. He still managed to score a hat-trick against Dundee. Yeah. Um, and seemed like a, without going full John Hughes, a good, honest player like, was trying his absolute best and really sort of built himself into the season and now it looks like he's just about like, able to play this level. And you've got him out for a year as well mm-hmm. after you've worked with him for a year in order to get him up to the requisite standard and you lose him for a year. I just, I don't see them scoring enough goals or keeping enough people out. Um, I think Ladke's magic. I think Stephen McGinn's magic. They're, and again, they're all lovely people at St Mirren as well and they're all trying their absolute best but they're just... They're well, they've been dealt a shit situation. Yeah. Goodwin has been given a... This all stems from Stubbs in the first place. Yeah, yeah and, and the then Kearney, Kearney kind of, we don't know everything that's nah. gone on. Um, but whatever happened, it again set the club back. Yeah, again. They've, they've missed a big chunk of pre season because yeah. of it. And you only need to look at the squad to, to see the effects of that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think under, I think it'll be a shame. Yeah, I think under as well, yeah, for, for the reasons I've given and the ones you said too. Magic, is that us? Yeah, yeah, that's that's us. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, sensation! Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this uh, first Premiership podcast of the year without Dundee. So it's been a, it's been a really fun fun show to do. And um, we are off to record the Patreon, which I believe we're going to do hotties or noughties yep. as a as a quick wee feature there. So you can sign up to that by visiting patreoncom podcast. Um, if you're listening to us first, which you sh- obviously should do, because the Glasgow podcast has the big dick energy. Uh, the Edinburgh po- boys will be along with a lower league preview following up this as well. I don't think uh, we can compete with them, to be honest. Oh, we, we've got TV and Twitter's Robert Borthwick. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Well, they've got Drake Telford. <laughs> <laughs> big head energy. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, do do listen to that as well. Um, even if you don't listen, even if you have no idea about the lower leagues, it will be good fun. Um, so yeah, do... Uh, Continue to tune in throughout the rest of the season. The TV show inspired by this podcast will be returning at the end of September. Yes. And you can sign up for a mailing list about that, which if you look at any of our Twitters, we've all retweeted it because Robert told us to. Yes. Um, so you can sign up for that there as well. But yeah, thank you very much for having us today, Craig, and for coming along. No worries. Cheers. And thank you, Robert. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose.